Hello, and welcome to Get Hutched With Us, a podcast hosted by yours truly, a husband and wife duo, David and Tanika Hutchinson. That is Hutch, H-U-T-C-H, honest, uplifting talks that change hearts. Thanks for joining us. So let's jump in. Let's get hutched. Hello, welcome to episode number six of Get Hutched With Us. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us for our honest, uplifting talks that change hearts. And today's episode is called The Power of Prayer. The Power of Prayer. We're excited about this one. It's really near and dear to our hearts. In our podcasts, we have four segments. Tanika's testimony time, followed by our topic of discussion, followed then by David Zivo and ending off with prayer. So let's jump right into Tanika's testimony time. Tanika's testimony. That was the worst one. So yeah, but that's okay, guys. You still love us, right? Okay, so our testimony for today, it just obviously concerns the power of prayer. My husband and I, David and I, were praying for boldness and opportunity to share the gospel. And it'd be on our hearts to really have that opportunity to witness the beautiful gospel of Jesus Christ to to a stranger, not as if we have it in the past or haven't wanted to, or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever prior to this, uh, to this prayer time and this, this prayer point, but, uh, it was really impressed in our hearts. So we were just going in on it. And that same evening we went out for our weekly tortilla chip run because, you know, <laughs> those are essential to our local store, uh, in our neighborhood. And we had the opportunity to share the gospel to two people, a young man and young woman. And it was great. It was like, wow, God, you gave us this opportunity. It was kind of like a aha. Yeah. It's been there the whole time, yeah. obviously. But praying like gave us a higher sense of sensitivity or mm-hmm. being able to notice those opportunities, whether they're around other people or they're by themselves, right? So that was amazing. And I know it can be even just this topic of witnessing or evangelizing or you know what have you. It can be nerve-wracking you know it can kind of the first thought is rejection like will this person think i'm intruding in their life will they oh we were rejected (laughs) (laughs) well not really yeah yeah, yeah. but uh yeah anyway so being aware that that is a possibility because you know some of us may know that the gospel itself can be offensive to people. I mean, it just can be for those who don't know Jesus and because the gospel can be offensive. And it's one of those things where you just have to go with it, like go with it, pray for boldness, go in boldness, know that you have what everybody needs and everybody needs what you have. And yeah, being able to give somebody the opportunity to encounter Jesus for the first time or come back to him again, you know, giving Jesus their all, It's a beautiful thing, especially when you know you had a part to play in somebody's salvation. And yeah, there's like nothing greater than that. Absolutely. There is nothing greater. It's not just good news. It's the best news. Yeah. Amen. And you know what? Even in terms of rejection, 
even if a person doesn't give their life to Jesus right then and then, mm-hmm. you've sown a seed. Exactly. You've sown a seed. Exactly. Or you or water you've watered a seed. seed. Exactly. You know? and, yeah. and someday there'll be a harvest. Yeah. Amen. A seed that's harvested. Amen. So um, praise God for that. Yeah. Boldness and witnessing. Just cannot wait to see what God does with those prayers. 100% with those prayers. He answered our prayer that very evening. And that brings us on to today's topic, the power of prayer. You know, prayer is powerful. Prayer is something that we can run to, that we can turn to. Prayer should be our beginning point of a day, a beginning point of a new endeavor. Yeah. We've seen the fruitfulness of prayer in our lives personally. So we really, really do feel strongly about this. A verse of scripture that immediately comes to mind, something that we've stood on for the last year through ups, through downs, and now we're just seeing ups and ups is Philippians chapter four, verses six to seven. Yeah. And you were definitely good about this one. Babe, so appreciate you on that. Awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven in Amplified, it says, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God and the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. I love that. Love it. I absolutely love it. You know, this was written millennia ago and it's still so applicable to today. Yeah. Don't be anxious. Don't worry. Don't fret. Don't fear. In all things with thanksgiving, present your requests, your petitions, your needs, your intercession, your supplication, yeah. all the above, present it to God in prayer. And it's good because I love how Amplified says specific, like mm-hmm. it specifies specific requests. And, you know, an example would be if I were to not be specific to David for anything, like a towel. I have 20 towels in the house. And I'm like, hey, babe, I want that towel because I love that towel. But David doesn't know which towel I'm talking about. Or the fact that I love that towel. How is he going to know unless I tell him what type, why I love it, where it is, what color it is. Like being specific lets him know that, okay, Tanika wants this very specific towel for these reasons. And we can do the same thing with God. Like we can be specific about things, about about anything that's on our heart, things that we desire, things that we are wanting to see him move in, in, in situations and circumstances in our life and people's lives. He wants us to be specific. So engage God in that way. Don't be vague. He cares about you. He's numbered the hairs in your head. Yeah. amen. So tell him that specific request. Here, James is encouraging you be specific with specifying the specificity of your request. Don't know how much more (laughs) we can say, but guys, talk to God. Make your requests known. Go before his throne of grace boldly and find help and mercy in a time of need. That's Hebrews 4. Go to the throne with specificity. Another great verse speaking on the power and the necessity of prayer is Jude chapter 1 verse 20. Yeah, Jude one twenty in the Amplified says, But you, beloved, Build yourselves up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continually progress, rise like an edifice, which is a building, a high rise, higher and higher. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Love it. Do you know that we can grow in prayer? Yeah. Just like any other muscle that you exercise, we can grow in the discipline of prayer. And it's a beautiful 
spiritual discipline. You can grow, continually growing, being committed, stirring up, building up as an edifice, going higher and higher. This language is being used very specifically by Paul writing to his protege. We can build ourselves up in prayer. So we encourage you, practical steps that we've put into our lives, waking up early to pray. Yeah. Starting off with a time of five minutes. Next thing you know, you're doing it for an hour. Setting aside an hour in the day to commit to prayer. Yeah. And setting a week aside or three days or even 21 days for fasting. Yeah. And you could fast from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. You could fast 24 hours, do whatever. Pray, fast, be built up. It's possible. Yeah. And you know, when I had come across, well, yeah, when I come across this verse a while back, it really took my understanding and my appreciation for the Holy Spirit as in praying in tongues and the power of the Spirit. It like you can physically feel a difference. You can see a difference in how you communicate, even how you pray, even in a language you understand. Mm -hmm. But when you spend time and you build that muscle of praying in the Holy Spirit, praying in tongues, it's like it just takes it to another place in God. It like Oh, I can't even explain it because it's so rich. It's something that like experiencing it gives you all the answers. And I pray for anybody who has yet to encounter the Holy Spirit in that way, the relationship that God desires with you in the language that you may not understand, but it's exactly how he wants to pray. It's like the perfect will of God, the perfect prayer that we cannot think of in our mind it's being prayed through us with the spirit and it not only you know connects you with god it builds up your spirit it says biblically that it edifies you but the edification of yourself isn't just for yourself yeah it's for other people and yeah. there are parts and levels of understanding and wisdom that cannot come in our carnal mind it cannot come mm. just by reading the word alone you know and i just encourage anybody out there just yeah absolutely go for it. and everything Everything that Tanika is saying, it's biblical. It's Romans chapter 8, the Holy Spirit will pray through us when we can't find words, when we don't know what to pray with, yeah. with groanings that can't be uttered. You know what? It's when we pray, it goes past just requests. And when you go to that level of prayer, to that depth of prayer, you're actually fellowshipping with God. Yeah, you're enjoying beautiful. his presence. It's, it's a wonderful thing. It goes to another level. And it goes past selfish prayers. We can actually pray for others. We can intercede for others. Yeah, we, we can. can pray on behalf of others. Yeah. Uh, a verse that talks well about this is First Timothy chapter two, verse one. Yeah, it says in Amplified, and yeah, guys, we love the Amplified. It's very rich. So, yeah. First of all, then I urge that petitions, specific requests. There, that is again, specific requests. Prayers, intercessions, prayers for others, and thanksgivings be offered on behalf of all people. Amen. Uh, There's a statement made at our church on, I believe it was two Sundays ago, and um, the person who was sharing the message gave a real challenging statement. He said, if God answered all your prayers, would it just change your life or would it change your city or would it change nations? Yeah. And we've been thinking about that ever since, and it's That's the beauty of intercession, Mm -hmm. bringing supplications, bringing requests, thanksgiving, being made for all men, kings, those who are in authority, family, our parents, our siblings, our children, our loved ones, those in need. We can pray and intercede on behalf of others. Amen. We have that authority. We have the ability to do so and we just need to own it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And prayer works. Prayer is easy. We're passionate about it because you've seen the fruits of it. Yeah. It becomes easier. You actually begin to desire it. As the Holy Spirit prays through you, you'll pray for others. You'll see change in the lives of others. You can intercede for your city. You can intercede for your province. We believe Saskatoon is going to be saved. Amen. We believe Saskatchewan is going to be saved. You've been interceding. We intercede for the church. Guys, prayer works pray yeah. for yourself yeah. pray for your family pray yeah. for your city yeah, i was listening to a podcast today from adalis and her sister magalis on from revival today and they were talking about how prayer even though they're praying about something specific whether it is something grand and big and you know giving supplication or request known to god they see those things happen but they honestly first of all, see change within themselves mm -hmm. in different areas, even things that they, they weren't aware of. But God just refines them, even as they're praying for something else, because God and the Spirit are just continually refining them and putting them in fire and, you know, all these things. And yeah, I thought that was a really, really good point to prayer. Absolutely. That's awesome. Prayer changes the big things. It changes the grand picture. Yeah. And it also changes and transforms us. Yeah. Prayer works prayer works. can't say it enough right james 5 verse 16 speaks about this yeah the b like halfway in the verse <laughs> it talks about uh an amplified let me clarify again it says the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man believer is able to accomplish much when put into action and made effective by god it is dynamic and can have tremendous power wow can you read it one more time the heartfelt and persistent prayer of a righteous man, believer, is able to accomplish much. When put into action and made effective by God, it is dynamic and can have tremendous power. Your prayer, your heartfelt petition avails much yeah. and is dynamic in power. Amen. When, put, when here's a qualifier, when put into action, friends, listeners, family, Pray, 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 put yeah. it into action. Yeah. You have great, vast power available to you. Yeah. Pray, engage God in prayer, see things change in prayer. Pray for your life, pray for your future, pray for direction, yeah. pray for family members that aren't saved, pray for healing. Amen. God is a healer. Come pray on. for provision, pray that God will transform you, that he will transform your heart. Pray, 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 because prayer works. Prayer is powerful. Yes, it is. Come on. Continuing on, we see the power of prayer demonstrated and explained in Ephesians 6. Yeah, in the New King James Version, it says, For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Amen. Our prayers can change things in our lives, in the city, in the earth. Yeah. We're engaging in spiritual advancement through prayer and intercession. Yeah. And you know, I find myself like, I remind myself that it can be easy to forget that when we deal with things in our life, whether they're coworkers or difficult family members or a stranger that may have a really bad day and just take it on you, you know, mm -hmm. that you know, we could be thinking that we're fighting against that person, but not yeah. realizing that there's other stuff going on that we don't see. Mm. But when we pray, we can knock those things down. You know, we can pull down those strongholds upon yeah. people's lives yeah. that are on people's lives, you know, and make a difference. So just know that just because you're having an issue with somebody, 
pray for that person, pray for the relationship. <laughs> you know, even if you don't even know them, just bless them with a prayer yeah. uh, when you walk away, even if you were just the most, you know, that you were irritated the most ever. <laughs> just pray for that person because, talk, yeah. because your prayers definitely can make a change in that person's life. Amen. You know what? Pray from a place of faith and trust in God. It's not ignoring reality, but trusting God's word, trusting God's power to define reality. This is faith. Jesus responded to faith. The woman with the issue of blood, she came, she drew on, made a demand on the anointing and the virtue in Jesus. And in faith, she was healed. When we think about the centurion with the sick servant, he even said, I'm not worthy for you to come to my home. Just send the word and my servant will be healed. Jesus responds to faith. Jesus responds to faith through prayer. Yeah. We have no less access to God today than they did then. We can engage and access God through prayer. We can go to God at our highest moment. We can go to God at our lowest moment. As long as we're praying from an honest place with faith in God, with trust in God, we can pray to God in brokenness. We can pray to God when we need faith. He responds to that. Yeah. We can pray to God when our faith is strong and we're ready to take on the world. He responds to that. He's a God who always meets us at the point of need and he never leaves us there. He brings us up higher. Right. We engage him and we access that strengthening of faith through prayer. We see examples of this in uh, the Garden of Gethsemane in Matthew 26, 39. Jesus was praying fervently. He's about to go to the cross. He's about to go to be persecuted, unfairly tried, whipped, beaten, spat upon, have his beard ripped out, his body ripped to shreds, mm. bones put out, joint, nailed to a cross and suffocate to death. My gosh. Innocently. And he's praying fervently, Father, if this cup would pass, if there's any way for it to pass, let it be so. But in all this, not my will, but yours be done. Yeah. You know, Easter was recently and uh, we watched The Passion of the Christ directed by Mel Gibson, where Jesus is portrayed by Jim Caviezel. And they take some artistic license in the movie, in that scene in Gethsemane. And we thought it was so cool. There's a, we see a serpent weaving its way in the garden towards Jesus where he's praying fervently. And after he's done praying and crying out to his father, he stands and he crushes the head of the serpent. That's what we do in prayer. Come on. We crush the head of the enemy. We find strength. We're built up. We engage God. We find answers to problems we find solutions yes. and we crush the head of the enemy jesus left the garden of gethsemane strengthened from his time of prayer yeah. and he went on to wage the greatest battle and win the greatest victory Again, in Matthew 17, we see this power of prayer demonstrated by no other than Jesus. Yeah, you know, in this particular story, it's concerning a father and his son that had been dealing with epileptic seizures and just suffering with them for years. And he brought them to the disciples and they were not able to cure him. You know, all he wanted was his son to be healed, to be cured. And, you know, this kind of makes me chuckle a little bit. But when Jesus, you know, comes around and says, okay, guys, oh, faithless and perverse generation, how long should I be with you? And I kind of think of it in a little bit of a ghetto voice, like, come on, y'all, y'all ain't been praying. What are y'all doing? Y'all wasting time. You're telling me you can't, you know, maybe not so much like that. I wouldn't say it's ghetto. <laughs> I, I think it's a beautiful voice. I love your voice. <laughs> but no, I think it's very evident that faith is so essential when it comes to prayer and knowing what you're praying for and knowing you have that power and that ability and that authority to do so. Because then he says, and then Jesus rebuked the demon 
And it came out of him. The child was cured from that very hour. Then the, the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Mm. It's like, come on, Jesus, you know, what do we need to do? What more do we need to do? Why weren't we able to do that? Like, what's going on? What's wrong? And he said, it's because of your unbelief. That's like, it's kind of like we think that we believe, but what do we really understand in our belief? Like, how much of it do we get? Like, Another thing that I came from today from the podcast is we can only pray and we can only believe and understand from the word what we have. The Mm. more word we have, the more time we spend with God, the more we know him, the more we believe in him, the more we understand him, the more we experience his faithfulness, the more that we're able to preach and to speak the word and Mm. pray the word in our lives and people that we know's life. You know, there's only so much that, that you can do with the amount of things you have. Like if you want to bake a cake, if you only have flour and milk, you're not going to really make a cake. Like you would need, you know, baking powder, baking soda, you need some sugar, you need some oil. There's more that you need to make a cake. The same thing with understanding the power and the opportunity in prayer that you have. You need to come ready, you know, come with the ingredients that you need to see things happen. And I feel like, yeah, anyway, let me get back to this story. But Jesus then continues to say, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible to you. However, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Wow. Prayer and fasting. It's like Jesus is giving the secret, prayer and fasting. Yeah. And the beautiful thing is Jesus is saying what I just did, you can do. Amen. Yes. He's saying that to disciples. He's saying that to us. And that brings us on to David's Diva. David's Diva. David's Diva. That was slightly better than, uh, <laughs> than uh, what was it, Tanika's testimony time. Oh, gosh. Our Diva today is simply entitled, Your Prayer Matters. In James 5, verses 17 to 18, we see that Elijah was a human, a person just like us, and his prayers affected the weather. His prayers affected the economy of a nation. His prayers mattered much in the same way, actually in the exact same way. Your prayers matter. Your prayers can affect change. Prayer is powerful. Prayers in your mouth are just as powerful as prayers in Elijah's mouth. Daniel, he prayed and he fasted for 21 days. His prayer affected the affairs in the heavenlies, in the spiritual realm, like we saw discussed in Ephesians 6. His prayer affected a nation and edicts given by a king. Prayer avails much. Your prayer matters. His prayer was heard and answered, and we have the same access to God. As James wrote in chapter 5 again, the prayers of a righteous man, the prayers of a righteous woman avail much. So friends, listeners, family, know that your prayer matters. Jesus prayed, the apostles prayed, Elijah prayed, and today we pray. So engage God in prayer. Bring your situation to him. Bring your city to him. Bring your family to him. Pray for healing. Pray for that big thing. Pray for the small things. He cares for you. He cares about you. Your prayers are heard from heaven. Your prayers matter, and they can affect change on earth. With all that said, There's one prayer that must precede all other prayers, and that's the prayer of salvation. Yeah, you know, and no other prayer matters. Even the prayers that we're talking about now, they don't matter 
unless and until you pray the first prayer of salvation. The prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much, are powerful and effective, and you can be made righteous today. So let's pray after me. Father, it is written in your word that if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I confess that Jesus is my Lord. I make him Lord of my life right now. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. I renounce my past life of sin and close the door to any of its devices. I thank you for forgiving me of all my sins. Jesus is my Lord and I am a new creation. All things have passed away. Now all things become new in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, Amen, guys. You know, you made the best decision. The greatest decision that you could ever make is following Jesus. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. He sticks closer than any brother. He is a great and mighty friend. He is now your eldest brother. If you don't have any siblings, now you do. So, and know (laughs) that God has heard your prayer. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the family, guys. We love you. Pray, pray, pray. We encourage you. Your prayer matters. We want to give a big shout out to the 220 building, Saskatoon's finest co-working space. Another big thank you to We Edit Podcast. They take your idea from just an idea to a fully fledged podcast. Man, as always, thank you so much for joining us for our honest, uplifting talks that change hearts. Episode seven is coming right up. See you then. Love you.